Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. It indeed is the Wrestling Journal Podcast, and I am indeed Joseph Crush, here once again after a mini vacation. You know how it goes. What's going on, everybody? Episode 102 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, here with the good brothers and J3, the professional. What is up, dude? What is up, gentlemen? It is a sweet, good Friday night. Ready to do this thing. Some good brothers on Good Friday. Bad (laughs) news, Tom Canale. What's going on, bud? Happy Friday, boys. How's it going? Happy Friday. And, you know, opening day for the Met, home opener for the Mets. Uh, Nikki Noodles, shockingly not here. Um, I can't talk. I can't say a fucking word, but you know how it rolls. I could. I okay. could say a word. <laughs> yeah. He is S-A-W-F-T soft. <laughs> That's big, what it is. Big win for the Mets. Congratulations to him. Um, but he's not here, so he can go fuck himself. Um, social media. For the Wrestling Drone Podcast or WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter, uh, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, wherever else. Um, if you want to download us uh, anywhere specific for a podcast, we're everywhere. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify specifically, five-star rev- rating and review. Um, Spotify, I believe you had some, you found out some weird shit a couple of weeks ago, how you had to listen to us a couple of times on Spotify or subscribe to us for a few episodes, then you can leave us a five-star rating and review. So do that if you can. Um, what do we have? Let's go sponsors, paper champion, uh, the paper champion.com fantasy wrestling done, right? The season is over. As I stated last week, signups are available for season six. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get special access to a Facebook group that we're a part of. It's a fun time. Uh, it's fantasy wrestling, fantasy sports meets pro wrestling. You can't beat it. So why wouldn't you want to do it? Um, can, I drop, can I drop this one little uh, little hint? Yeah, sure. Forbidden door. Mm. Exactly. So it's not That's strict- all I'm going to say. It's, I'll even give them a little more details. Not strictly oh. just, just WWE main roster. It's NXT. It's AEW. The forbidden door is open. It's a lot of fun. There's about 30 of us going into season six. Make it 50. Let's make it a huge deal. Um, tell them if you sign up, tell them the wrestling journal podcast sent you, and I guarantee you'll be treated with gold. Um, oh, Eric, here's something. Eric, here's something. I'm feeling, a little, I'm feeling a little generous, actually. Okay. Go ahead, finish your, finish your. Point. No, that was so it. You good? You good? Okay, yeah. Eric James, uh, the CEO and founder of Paper Champion. Here's my thing. If you tell Eric that the wrestling journal podcast sent sent you over to join, I will personally send you a toll pack and her focus. Whoa. Ooh, okay. Wow. Okay. And if we get that, we get that uh, delivered to us via Eric James that you you uh, had told us, told him you were sending us over. We'll get that information over to you, and then we'll uh, get that twelve bucks sent out to. Speaking of nerd focus, wow, it's been a Great. while. Can I, do, a while. can I do it? Can sure. I do it? It's all you, buddy. Listen, it's been a long time. Joey's been reading these reads for a while, but I've been missing it because it's what I drink, it's what I believe in, it's what I do. Nerd focus is that energy think drink. That gives you everything that you need to be successful in your day. Whether you're working, you're working out, you're watching TV, whatever you're doing, father, mother, unidentified gender, whatever you are, as long as you have nerd focus, there is that key nutrient of ginkgo biloba. Mm, All right. It's Joey's favorite word. He loves that word. Don't know how to say it still. (laughs) Ginkgo biloba. All right. It's a nice little uh, nutrient for your brain. It is that thing, drink. It is delicious. It comes in sugar-free and regular. If you want sugar, don't worry about it. They got right, they got it. You want sugar-free, you're trying to watch, you know, watch your weight, you know, two seconds on the lips, forever on the hips. Don't worry about it. Sugar-free for you. All right. All you have to do is go to our link tree in our social media bios. Use that link. Use the code ND20 at checkout for 20% off. It's crazy, right, guys? How could you buy something and always it be on a discount? Well, that's what we do for you. ND20 at checkout, 20% off, buy two or more and get free shipping. It's less than $1.70 a drink. It's unheard of. Yep. It's you, you can't deny it. It is what it is. It needs to be introduced into your life. We've been telling you this for 102 episodes. We're going to tell you for 102 more. 
nerd focus drink nerd with us and just a fun tidbit like i i check out the website every so often for other deals that they're promoting they're always throwing in like 15 percent off deals we do better we always and we're not yeah. they're nerd yeah. they're the actual company we always have a better deal sometimes they have the 20 percent off with us but sometimes buy one get one half off we can't we can't do that but for the most part they only have 50 percent off deals so use our code nd20 and you get treated like kings and queens so uh drink nerd with us as nj3 said also ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz. Buy the shirt, wear the shirt, support the brand. Check us out there. Support us. Um, it's a free podcast. It's free to download, free to listen. We're not asking you to spend money on us, but if you want to, you can support us at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz. Um, before we get into the, the wrestling this week, we always want to say send us questions, uh, either through DMs um, or at the infamous email, uh, WrestleBuzz usa at gmail.com and nj3 i heard a couple times you read it over while um, during my absence it was the only one available i'm not like come on <laughs> oh I, I didn't know no i i wanted wrestlebuzz at gmail.com straight up it just wasn't available so uh gotcha i figured i'd let people know where like we're located in the u.s so uh of course that was and my... i figured i think like hacksaw jim duncan like oh, oh like usa yeah. usa that's what i figured you were doing it for sure it, you could put it that way as well um but listen, so we haven't really got many questions. Joe Money taking some time off. He has a new baby around. I, I don't I don't I don't hate him for that. But I'm gonna throw out a little tidbit here. We love doing giveaways, right? If you send us a question via DM or on the email and we read it out loud on the show, we're gonna send you something. I'm not I don't know what it's gonna be at this current moment, but you will get a prize from the Wrestling Journal podcast of any type. It could be a used sock, it could be a brand new shirt, it could be anything. But if we read your question on the show. You're going to get a prize. So maybe I'll add a little incentive for people to give us more topics to talk about. But uh, I figured it was worth a shot. Right. Love so. It. All right, boys. Wrestling this week. A lot of stuff to talk about. Some news outside the ring. Undertaker apparently is signed to do a show uh, like Broken Skull Sessions on Peacock. So it's podcast. It will be interview. But essentially, it's going to be like a show like his. I mean, after the Hall of Fame, Tommy, the guy mm-hmm. can talk, right? We know oh, that. absolutely. Um, it was great. You basically gave a TED Talk during the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. <laughs> greatest speech of all time. And uh, Broken School Sessions is a great show. I watch every episode. Bully Ray is coming up this weekend, I believe. Could be out right now. I'm not sure. Um, Undertaker doing a show like that. I mean, it, it's got to be good. I love the I love the backstory. I love the insight. I love breaking the fourth wall, whatever you want to call it, pull back mm-hmm. the curtain. Do you want to see Undertaker do a show like this on, on Peacock? I mean, definitely, especially after, you know, like you said, that Hall of Fame speech, man. I mean, usually Hall of Fame speeches, as you guys know, I mean, they could go long, especially if they, they get long and it could be boring. But, man, when he was talking, man, I was so engaged. It was, like, amazing. Like we said, it was so good. So to have him have, a, like, a thing like Stone Cold does and how good Stone Cold is at that, to see him do something like that, I'm all for it, man. Just think of the stories he can, you know, he can have, like, say he has, like, the Godfather on or whatever, you know, how they're boys and everything. It's just going to be so good just talking about how things were back in the day, you know, when they had, like, the click running around and had his crew. So that'd be really cool to sit here and see. So, yeah, I'm all for it. And I hope, you know, I hope he gets to do stuff like that, you know, like, off I mean, that, like, uh, raw stuff, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, he could just, you know, do whatever he wants, basically, like how Stone Cold is. So, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool to see. I'd like to see. So I think it'd be cool if you, if he did something like that with the, he, him interviewing other people. So, you know, like Conrad Thompson does all the shows where he talks, he interviews like Bruce Pritchard or Eric Bischoff and stuff like that. I'd love to bring in a guy like him that every month or so they talk about a certain top, a huge topic within the wrestling industry, whether it has to do with Undertaker directly or just a time period in when Undertaker worked. And then they he asked him like cool. hard hitting yeah. questions, get, cool. his, get his yeah. opinion on it. I don't know. It could be a little different from taker interviewing people because I, I still feel like that's a little weird taker sitting down interviewing someone he like austin always had that kind of gab like throughout his career but i never saw the undertaker as like a fucking interviewer i don't know i could be wrong maybe he, he is like that it's perfect for that but i'd love to see it um nj3 just real quick you're we're a big we love different styles of shows on on peacock whether it's the documentaries just non-wrestling like actual wrestling you're big into that too uh what would you want to see from Taker in this type of role? 
It's a, it's a great question, Joe. I mean, when you think about Taker, when he's done like his more recent interviews, he looks a little bit more like the American badass than mm-hmm. he does like the Undertaker, right? Yeah. So like when he has his conversation, the way he's dressed, he looks more like the badass Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, right? When you first said, I'm thinking like, all right, so they're going to be like digging plots, right? That'll be like the thing, like where they're, they're, they got two <laughs> shovels, they're digging plots and they're just talking <laughs> stories, right? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It's funny. I It's hard to predict on what they're going to do, but I'll tell you this, the, the quality of Peacock, what, what they did with Evil yeah. was fantastic. Like it was like top notch, reminded me of like the Monday Night Wars from the WWE Network, like that good stuff. And, you know, I know Broken Skulls was on the network and it kind of transferred over. It was it was perfect as is in order to not redo the same thing that Stone Cold's doing. It's hard to see it, but I can see it being very just like casual, like on the like on his property or just kind of like talking and walking or like doing some sort of small activity. I know Stone Cold had another show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on USA network where he kind of did like activities with the, with the guests. So I can kind of see something similar to that because that was a USA show. That wasn't a, that wasn't a peacock show. So I'd say maybe in that realm a little bit. All right, cool. I, res- I like that a lot. And actually I just went while like just looking at people's reactions on Twitter and stuff. Someone had said, and I don't know the validity of this. I could look it up, but he had <clears throat> maybe a year ago, he had uh trademarked the term dead man talking. Ooh. So that if that could be the, essentially be the title of the show, uh, I remember one of his, I think when he was the American Badass, it was a dead man walking and mm-hmm. went to Rowan. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, if that's the title, I'm all for it. Dead man walking could be essentially what you were just talking about. So that's why I kind of like when you said that kind of rang a bell in my ear. So uh, I'm interested, man, dude. You know, I love, I'm a big like uh, shoot interview guy. Uh, I've been like really binging those lately on YouTube and stuff. And I undertake, oh, he has so many damn stories. Like we've oh, heard, a, yeah. we've heard a lot yeah. the past year or two since he's been done. But I want to hear more from him. So mm-hmm. if he could break down some shit that we don't really know about, I don't need like dirty, dirty details, but I just want to hear the stories. Uh, I think it's definitely good for the Peacock um, content area. So I'm excited to see what happens. Um, WWE has confirmed a UK show in September. I think we kind of had the rumblings about that for a while. We just didn't know where and when uh, they Went to a stadium. I don't have the name of it in front of me, but it holds up to 75,000 people. And it's already had a pre-registered ticket sale for 59,000 people already bought like pre-registered tickets, which is crazy. UK has been begging for a big pay-per-view like a WrestleMania or SummerSlam. They haven't had one. I don't believe until since 92 when it was at Wembley. I could be wrong. Yeah. Not 30 years. Yep. Yep. I believe that's it. Um, Tommy. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. And we know we got upgrade and we love our fan bases here in New York, Chicago, LA. <clears throat> the UK has some wild fans, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It makes the show that much better. I'm excited for this, dude. Um, they already got we're already guaranteeing 59, 60,000 people. UK fans at a show, this is gonna be good. Are you sure it's sixty thousand sure it's not sixty thousand robots or anything? You know, uh, okay. Nick, maybe noodles uh, is still here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for no, no, I mean I'm definitely yeah, it's gonna be cool to see. I mean, for years, you know, you've been seeing in the crowd the holding up sign, you know, mania for whatever, London or whatever, and from the <laughs> throw show over there, like you said, seventy five thousand people, man, that's gonna be so cool to see. And you said those fans are nuts over there every yeah, time, you know, they have and like Aurora was over there, you know, every every once in a while, how the crowd was into it and everything. So they do like a big show. That's going to be just so cool to see. And I mean, they said it's in August, I think, right? I think uh, September, I believe it's September. It's, okay, it's, yeah. follow, it's following SummerSlam, I believe. Okay. Okay. So that, so I could, you know, could potentially be like a big pay-per-view, wherever it is, you know, we'll see what comes out of that, you know, see who they pull in to go over there. But I mean, it should be a lot of fun. I mean, obviously Drew will probably be, you know, probably in the main event with somebody, but it should be a lot of fun to see. And like I said, those fans, it's going to be so cool to see. Yeah. Um, some Someone said they're going to call it SummerSlam Backlash, which I think is uh, <laughs> be funny. Uh, NJ3, anything you, I mean, Tommy brought up Drew McIntyre being in the main event involved. I think it's kind of a given at this point. We, we, we're seeing Nakamura be the next up for Roman. I kind of thought it was going to be Drew right away. Um, we could potentially see Drew versus roman at this big event i don't know what they're doing at SummerSlam. we'll wait until we kind of get further into summer to kind of predict the show but um just thoughts on uk again this big show who do you think will maybe we'll see like walter versus somebody he's a big presence in the uk um what are your thoughts 
Did they say when this show is taking place? I'm sorry if I missed that part. It was like early September, I believe. September third. I, I think it's like September. I think I think it's a third. So it's, so it's the pay per view after SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have to think. You have to think Roman and Cody at SummerSlam, right? You have to think mm. you need like a really big headliner. So, and listen, we we love. I'm, I mean, I love Cody. I feel like you guys definitely appreciate what he's doing over here. Nick, on the other hand. I mean, mm. shit, he wouldn't know a good thing if it hit him right in the face. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about us. I personally think that Drew McIntyre introduced as the feud going into, say, Survivor Series, like that part of the year, yeah. would make a lot of sense to have it at this pay-per-view, like you said, because they are going overseas. They're going across the pond, as they call it. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be perfect, right? Because you can do the Shinsuke thing now for a little bit. You can build to Cody at, at SummerSlam. Once Cody is done, you need your next challenger. Why can't Drew be the guy going into that SummerSlam? And you don't have to have like a you don't have to have like a great finish. You can have a Fugazi finish over there if you want to to kind of lead to maybe a rematch at SummerSlam. Why not? Yeah. Because like you just said, everyone thinks Drew's the next guy, but him not being the next guy and giving all the opportunity kind of makes you want it more. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I want Drew Roman because when I got a little bit of it, I liked it. Take you gotta take the sword off him before I really want him back, though. Cause like yeah. ever since that huge run he had during the pandemic, it's really like I I I'm glad he wasn't consistently in the main event picture i like how they dropped them off but i need the sword thing to go away a little bit for me to like really want him to be involved um i need a little more serious drew i want this scottish psychopath or whatever they call them yeah, i yeah. want him back um we brought up roman a little bit tommy dropped some a serious clip before i want to say this right now before anyone put this shit online tommy sent this in the group chat and he was the breaker of news he just he's not he doesn't need to glow to shit like i do so um we got the clip of young rock and it's it's viral everywhere he brought in roman as a little baby and he was saying acknowledge me and then roman wanted to fight rock on the show like he was like someone wrestle me put me in a headlock yeah. do a small drop he's like we gotta wait we gotta wait that's a wrestlemania match and like everyone's freaking out even i was freaking out Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's why I said it. That's why I sound like this venturing, right now. <laughs> they're venturing out to NBC shows like sitcoms to foreshadow and put like little things in our head about a future WrestleMania match. Um, first of all, I want to thank Tommy for for showing us that clip and um breaking the news as always. He always does it. Um, Say, what is that's not new news? That's nah, Tommy. That's yeah. just everyday Tommy. No, I mean. it's every. It's nothing new to us. But I'm just letting the people know. Like when I when when I put post it on Instagram or something, it's more than likely coming from Tom's text. Uh, but NJ three, I mean, we we know what we want, right? Who if you're not if you're not if you're a pro wrestling fan and you don't want to see Rock versus Roman with the storyline and what Roman's been doing at this next WrestleMania in Hollywood. I don't know. I mean, if it doesn't happen, I'm, I I can't get mad because WWE's technically never said anything, but it's almost like inevitable, right? Um, but now they're putting it in a sitcom show, Young Rock. I haven't been able to watch Young Rock at all. Uh, here it's a great show. Um, but just I, they're pushing it to NBC stuff. I mean, this is a big deal, man. It's a really big deal. And first of all, Young Rock is a quick, easy show. Be. They're only in yeah. season two. They, they're, barely, they're not fully done with season two. You're talking about a 20 minute some odd episode. I, I'm pretty confident on Peacock because it's NBC. Um, I watch it live, so I watch it from the DVR. So I don't know if I don't go on a Peacock to rewatch it, but I've been watching it since it started because it's The Rock, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. support him. Um, first of all, Tommy did beat me to watching it, beats me to every television show I watch it. <laughs> it's funny, right? So Tommy and I are obviously, you know, big comic guys, whatever the case is. So I'll wake up like on a, on a Thursday morning. It's like 7 a.m. I'm, I'm brushing my teeth taking the, the crusties out of my eyes. Tom's like, did you watch uh, Did you watch Moon Knight yet? <laughs> Marvel show for those who don't know. I'm like, Tommy, I'm brushing my teeth. Pal. I'm going to watch it about nine o'clock. Well, it's great. Just be ready for it. So I'm not surprised that Tom was the one to break that news and watch that 8.07 when it actually went live. But when I did get the chance to watch it, my mouth dropped. And it's funny, my wife, Rosa, who actually grew up as a wrestling fan, um, they actually watched wrestling in their house before me, right? It was her, her brother, her parents. They'd they tune into Monday Night Raw. They'd watch wrestling. She'd ask for pay-per-views. She actually was showing me some older posts on her Facebook post of like 2015 um, WrestleMania. She asked her parents to order. She's like, oh, um, when CM Punk was wrestling, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I knew I married you for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> that, yo, sh- shout out to Rosa, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, 
So she was she was showing me some old posts. So she's been in, in the game. She hasn't watched it more recently, but she literally just said, are they going to do Rock and Roman at, at WrestleMania? Because that'd be a good way to start it with this little piece right here. And I said, you know what, honey? That's what they want, right? <laughs> someone who knows them, someone who's not an everyday fan like me, but someone who realizes what they're kind of dropping right here. So I'll tell you this. There's only one dream match left for The Rock. There's only one retirement match left for The Rock. It is Rock Roman. That's it. Once mm. he wrestles Roman, that's his last match. You'll probably see him wrestle. Yeah. And if if he does what he will, of course, do, which is he's going to have to obviously acknowledge his tribal chief, mm. Roman Reigns will then at that point be solidified as probably one of the greatest superstars that we've ever seen wrestle. We may ever see wrestle again. Yeah. And you know good as well. He saw Austin come back. He's like, oh, I got to do this shit, man. This Absolutely. They're, yeah. they're always, no matter what, they're always yeah. competing in some way. Saw someone on Twitter. Great. I know I'm always on Twitter. Someone said, it's going to be WrestleMania, Rock versus Roman. Usos are going to come out and super kick Roman and fuck him over. And they're going to come out and say, I did it for The Rock. Just like that. <laughs> how, I mean, how I propose. But uh, a big deal, man. Is the I love that if they go through with this, they use the Young Rock as a platform um, to kind of get the buzz going. Makes um, sense. I mean, what the hell? It makes sense, dude. And shout, yeah. again, shout out to Tom for, you know, always getting those always. clips around Tom. It's killing always. it. Um, Man, we got some news before we got on here. Uh, it's Friday night. Uh, we just finished up Rampage, but SmackDown's happening currently right now. Um, Sean Rossap reported that uh, LA Knight working a dark match. Very excited to see that that first, those first three, four words. But then it says, as a manager, oh, okay, still half 50 50. in the chat that you can see right now what, what it looks like. Yeah, uh, 50-50 when I hear LA Knight as a manager, eh, but then I hear manager to Mace. Yeah. And that's that's where I lose everything. That's where it's mm-hmm. um, it's midnight to six, the reverse <laughs> inside my body, not happy anymore. Yeah. Um, so, Tom, I know I just went to NJ3 for the last thing, but he is the LA Knight guy of hey, go the for it. <laughs> Listen, Jers, um, I'm LA Knight can talk, right? Um, he's a great wrestler too. So I think if the when I when I heard first he might be a manager, I'm like let him be a working manager, like oh. an MVP but older. I mean younger. I'm sorry. Where like MVP is there to get these guys over, but he could also work too in like those matches because LA Knight's no spring chicken. He's got to be 40, I think. Um, so I, I'm okay with that. But then they put him with Mace. Granted, oh. he definitely needs a mouthpiece. But I'm just, I just I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I know you're definitely not feeling it, but I just want your immediate thoughts. We just found out about 10 minutes before we got on here. So um, your boy. I mean, when you guys broke the news to me in terms of that, this is a potential possibility. I was just very, just, I guess I would say not surprised because this is kind of what their, this is kind of what their MO is. I mean, he's 39 years old, so you're right. He's not a spring chicken by any stretch of the imagination. But you can get a solid two, three-year run. Physically, he looks perfectly fine. On the mic, he's fantastic. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. He fit in 1.0. He fit in 2.0. And he can go to the main roster and fit in right away. Now, do they see him in the same camp as like Bobby Roode that he may be a little bit past his prime, but they can probably try to get a little bit more extra tread of the tires. Maybe they're going with the slow burn, right? Maybe they're going with the slow burn where it's like, we want him, we want him, we want him. And then when they finally get him, it's just like, thank God it finally happened. It could be, but also are they, are they trying to be too cute? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I just, you know, we're in a time where there's rumors that there's gonna be more releases coming April 15th, right? You guys said in the group chat today. Yeah. So if more releases are coming in some form or fashion, you need faces and names to fill those spots that, that are released, whether they were prominent names or not. We're going to react to it as like, well, WWE doing what WWE does. Why not give us someone like LA Knight, man? Help us forget some of the bad because he's so good on the mic and he can wrestle with people, man. He can do mm-hmm. his thing. He's not Seth Rollins or AJ Styles. I get that. But he's a hell of a lot better than majority of the talent that you see on a regular basis on both shows. Yeah, and uh, Tom, like you just said, you sent over a picture. It looks like he has it's a group called um, Night Model Management, and his first <laughs> client is Mace. And Mace is not no longer the Mace from Retribution. Yeah, he looks nope. like he's a fashion guy. So if you listen, let's wait. Uh, the 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 typical WWE fans, let's wait and see. But 
it's LA Knight. I love LA Knight just as much as NJ three. Great talker. I love I love bumping managers. I was I was always a big fan of that. And look at Zelina Vega. She came up as a manager and turned into a an active competitor. It, it, it's not done that it's not set and done that he's going to be manager, but not a good look to start. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, talking, speaking of guys coming up from NXT, Tom Tommaso Champa made his debut on Monday night Raw, or his official uh-huh. debut on Monday night raw. Um, they didn't change his name. Oh, that's, yeah, that's surprising. Very yeah. shocking. Um, yeah. What do we see going forward for Champa? I mean, it looks like he had a little, interaction with ko in the back elias or ezekiel in the back um i don't know what do you think they have planned for champa i mean at this point i mean unless something drastically changed he's probably gonna be mid card maybe like you know united states title pitch it thing like that you know probably something with ko in the near future maybe you know because he doesn't believe that that's you know that's elias is he you know whatever the hell you know type of thing so that's where i see him like i said unless something changed i i doubt he's gonna be going after Roman or you know whatever for in the near future. So I mean, going the mid the mid card for now. You know, I mean, obviously he has fans. You know, from NXT, obviously, uh, how he was awesome down there for so many years, and you know, you know how much he loved it down there. You know how he said, you know, he wish. I think he wish he never got called up, but I mean, I guess his number was called. Unfortunately, with all the releases, so they they needed a body, so. He's up there, and I just hope, like I said, it's very surprising that they didn't change his name, which, you know, as we know, they tend to do that when they get called up. And, I mean, maybe they'll show it to Ciampa and that whatever, so we'll see. But, I mean, yeah, I wish them all the luck. But, I mean, as we've said many, many, many times on here, NXT call-ups never treated well on the main roster. So, hopefully, he's the exception. But, you know, we'll see from here. Yeah, Tom, I'll stick with you here just because we're on NXT call-ups. Austin Theory. Got, his, got the Austin taken away. Um, I guess <sighs> essentially, if you put a gun to my head, like this doesn't really bother me too much. Like, and now it's Austin. Like, I never thought it worked. I, I mean, the name works, but like, I could see where Vince is coming from. He's stuck with the whole one, only one Austin thing. If I had to guess, like when you're selling merchandise, whatever. Um, the name Theory by itself. Man, we've done this before, man. We've cut, we've chopped the names in half. Um, we just saw saw uh, Ludwig, Ludwig, uh, whatever, come up. Like it's just a whole. We know what's going to happen nowadays. Uh, Shock. I mean, he's been up on the main roster for so long. Whatever. Um, That's what we have to rise about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting theory as just theory. Uh, was there any other options here? If you were going to get like change his name, I feel like this is the best thing instead of changing his name totally, right? I mean, well, that was the whole thing. Wasn't this whole thing down, A-Town down, or what the hell it is? I guess they got to change that now, whatever. whatever. Well, I think he's from Atlanta, so. Oh, yeah, okay, well, just whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I heard that. I was like, all right, another, another name change. I mean, like, you, you post that thing, you know, spin the wheel, whatever, with all the new names, you know, yeah. for Vince or whatever. But it's just like, uh, whatever. It's just, I, I, like you said, the whole Austin thing. I mean, I think you tell there's been Stone Cold. I mean, who called him? I always call him Stone Cold, not Austin. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we always called him Austin Theory, but you know, I'm not the one making those decisions, obviously, but you know, it's just so dumb at this point, really. is. Hey, he joins the, the likes of Big E Langston, uh, <laughs> Alexander Rusev, Antonio <laughs> Cesaro. They're, I mean, they're all pretty – Big E is a champion. I mean, you never know. It's, I don't think it's going to ruin Riddle, his career. Riddle, Matt yeah. Riddle, yeah, exactly. So it, we, we're used to the, the the splitting off of the first or last name, whatever. Um, I'll take it. I, I'm not – he's been booked – he's been in very good positions up until now. So we'll see what happens with him. I think he has a very bright future. Oh, absolutely. His name no, could no, have been no. like uh, John – Jingleheimer Schmidt, and I still think he'd be okay. Uh, he's a very good worker, very good talent. Um, and you three, I did want to add some uh, to the mix here because I think we have a right to to put things under a microscope as hardcore wrestling fans. And I think Cody's run should be is the first of its kind. I didn't have this on the list. I apologize. I even missed it before we talked about it on the show. Um, Cody is the first of its kind from an AEW, especially that high up, to jump over to WWE. It's been brought up many a times. But I think Cody Watch should be a, a weekly thing where we kind of like dissect of what's happened, like what we've seen so far, and what it hasn't been good or bad. So we we know he debuted at Mania against Rollins. Second week, um, he came out, cut that beautiful promo about his dad. 
And then this past week, um, he was on Miz TV, and then he had the match against the Miz. And I think it's been really good so far. And maybe I'm biased because I'm a WWE guy, but I think we're seeing what Vince thought bringing him over is a top, top baby face that he wasn't before. And what they don't really have in WWE, they don't have many like true, like when's Drew McIntyre was like the last big baby face, right? I think on raw right now, the listed baby faces, if, if the dirt sheets are correct is number one is Bobby Lashley. And number two is Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at Lashley, is he a top baby face? Cause I don't see that. Um, he's a baby face now for sure. Not the top baby face. So I take Cody and put him up at the number one spot already. And just being here for three or four weeks. Um, what have you just overall thoughts of how they, you don't have to go into super detail. I just want to ask you a general idea, how they've been handling Cody so far up till now. And I think I personally, I think they've been doing a great job. I mean, I have to agree with you. I think you're seeing it absolutely clearly because sure. It may have been the worst kept secret in wrestling, but it was one of those secrets where him coming to WrestleMania was the right move to do. And if it wasn't going to happen, it, no matter who would have been sure, Seth would have had a great match because he's Seth freaking Rollins. But let's be quite honest, we all would have been disappointed of what could have been. But the fact that we actually got Cody, and it was arguably the best wrestling match of both nights. And, uh, you know, it's hard not to at least argue it. I'm not saying it is the best. Mm. It's hard not to argue it's not the best wrestling match. The following night, now after that amazing debut, they kept everything from AEW the same. The entrance was amazing. The match was fantastic. Him and Seth were money. Two wrestlers that I can't remember the last time they wrestled each other, how many years ago that was. And they picked up where they left off. And what do you do to kind of, what do you got to do? What do you do this as the follow-up? You have him enter the same way as he did right through the floor with the music, with the moment. And it was big. And he cut a promo that if you're not a diehard wrestling fan, you're not going to appreciate it, but it cut right to where it needs to cut. Mm-hmm. Got to the point. And he earned Seth Rollins' respect in that moment. Because let's be quite honest. If you go back to Twitter, when, when Cole, Cody broke, you know, took the sledgehammer, broke the throne. We know what he was doing. We know Seth Rollins put comments out on Twitter. That's fine, right? We love a little friendly competition. Sure. But he came out the way he did, whether scripted or not, almost acknowledged and, and like tipped his hat, like, I see you. We'll do this again. Coming back to this past week, the Miz TV moments, what I liked a lot is that Cody mentioned, he said belt mm-hmm. and he said wrestler, yep. right? Whether it was whether it was on purpose, whether it wasn't, whether it was sly, coy, or whatever you want to call it, I appreciate it for what it was because it was almost like we know where Cody was. You may not acknowledge it is in terms of doing promotions and how you're speaking about on the commentary table and how we'll say on the mic, but we know where he was. We know what he did, and we like I like that teetering in between real life and what I'm watching on TV. And let's be quite honest, the match with the Miz was elevated because of how good Cody is. Mm-hmm. At this point. I could not have done anything different with Cody. I love what he's done. I love what he's brought. I love what he's meant. He feels different. He feels feels special. He feels fresh. And the fact that, like you just said, Joey, we have to be on Cody Watch. I want to be on Cody Watch. I want to report on this because I want to see what he does next week. Because Miz could have wrestled anybody. It would have been a solid match. The Miz is a solid performer. Cody elevated that match. You cannot say he didn't. And if Nick wants to come in here and say he didn't, boy, I'll put him down quicker than man. Let me tell you something. Uh, only kidding. Only because he said he said to take shots. We had I got to take sure, seamless yeah. shots throughout the whole show, of course. But honestly, all jokes aside, back to it. Love what they're doing. Couldn't be happier. And I can't wait to see Cody Seth two at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, I think it's also to keep it on watch too and kind of nitpick it or, or keep it under a microscope as well as to see how they handle guys from AEW. Like this is a huge deal. This is a um, uh, a big opening for WWE to kind of showcase what they can do for guys to bring guys over like the MJFs, the Wardlows, the, the Jade Cargos that they showed oh. interest in already and, and shows like, Hey guys, we're, I know we have the bad reputation of bringing guys up, changing names and stuff like that, but look what we're doing for Cody, whether or not they fulfilled that for these guys, look at all the pyro he's getting. Um, mm. he's, he's, he's traveling on a bus, which not many people get. Um, his, so his family could be with him. And he's getting the top, like below Roman, the next best thing in, in Seth Rollins, right? So we are getting Seth and Cody to at WrestleMania Backlash. I'm super excited. I can't wait to see 
how they treat him going forward, whether it's money in the bank, whether it's a main event at SummerSlam. Uh, Cody, I and I know a lot of people have doubts. People that listen to the show that I talk to say, wait six months and yeah. see what happens. I'm gonna, I'm telling you right now, the way this first three, four weeks has been pretty damn good. So um, I'm not jumping the gun yet, but I do have my doubts in the back of our head, in the back of my head, like we like we should as WWE fans, but super stoked how they've handled it so far. Um, but yeah, uh, NXT, new NXT champions. Uh, we talked about it last week. Uh, Nash Carter is no longer with the company. Um, so they had to split up. The tag, the relinquish the tag team titles. Hopefully, Wesley get doesn't get the shit end of the stick here, man. Damn, that sucks for him. We did see Nakamura lose his tag team partner and they get a main event match. So hopefully, they look at that and treat him the same way. Um, but pretty deadly coming out on top. Their first match in NXT. Uh, if I've watched them a few times in NXT UK, they were former NXT UK champions. Very good. Uh, they have a different style, different look. Not, not the usual to see in uh, in the in the U.S. So uh, pretty pretty cool to see them. But I think really the the standouts of that match were the Creed brothers, and I think it's obvious they went through three or four teams before Pretty Deadly, and then shenanigans happened. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm so stoked for the Creed brothers, man. I think the chase for these titles is going to be so worth it, uh, and it's going to be awesome when they win. They're like to come out of so far through NXT 2.0. Braun Breaker and them two really are like the standouts for me so far. And Joe Gacy, of course. Um, just <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, Gacy. How you, how you how you can sit here and be a father and be okay with kidnapping and larceny? Like, are you kidding me, Joe? Like, I maybe I listen, growing up, I understand me and you maybe got in a little bit of trouble. And to be quite honest, if 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 what came out from what we've done, maybe both of us would be behind bars. You maybe 25 to life. But the fact that you're a father now and you're okay with this. This behavior, and you get behind this kind of superstar. I'm blown away by you. you do, I don't know I who mean, you are. I granted though, I was going to get into it, but uh, shout out to the Creed brothers; they're awesome. But I do like the the story. They kind of brought that out of nowhere. I didn't think he was working. Joe Gacy was working NXT level up for a couple of weeks, and now he's already going after Braun. And I think that's pretty cool, man. I think they see a lot in him. Whether he's obviously not going to beat Braun Breaker. But he has Harlan on it behind him. You never know what could happen, man. Um, and I like this. I like that abduction. I like that we don't see that often. And uh, people are saying he's like the next Bray Wyatt. Let's not have a bump. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's all the second there. Yeah. Come on. There's yeah. no signs of this. He's yeah. the, he's a darker character. That's it. That's all he is. Um, but we'll leave it at that. Uh, speaking of Bray, I mean, I love <laughs> Bray. Never know. <laughs> I've dude, let's I'm gonna jump off the rails here real quick. Undertaker said in, in a WrestleMania interview at Access, he hopes Bray comes home soon. And then Sean Ross sat, listened to a QA. Someone said, Do you see Bray back in WWE? He's like, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he was back within less than a year. So yeah. I'm just saying I heard other people say too, like they don't see him going anywhere else besides WWE. I'm just saying. The way they handle Cody is huge here, boys. And it, I'm not just going to AEW. I'm going to anyone else that's not in the company. You bring in a guy that fucking broke broke uh, uh, thrones and talked so much shit about WWE. A, a little problem that Brian Vince had, no matter what it was, he can come back. I'm just saying. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not saying tomorrow. But I'm never say never. Um, yeah, that was a great talk with Joe here. Um, we had... Another show this week, AAW Dynamite, always a fun time. Um, this week had its, you know, our first like uh what the fuck moment kind of. <laughs> and even the even the hardcore fans came out and were like, oh boy. Um, it kind of looked like Vince McMahon was behind the curtain <laughs> on Wednesday night. <laughs> so we we had a good show overall. Suzuki versus Joe, Joe's debut on on uh, uh Dynamite. He won the ROH TV title. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it was a good match, hard hitting. What they expected. We're not huge New Japan fans here, so it wasn't like a dream match for us, right? I mean, like, but it was a dream match for a lot of people. So happy for people that enjoyed it to the fullest. I just enjoyed it. Um, Punk versus Penta. Solid. That was cool. It was a little botch in there, but I'm not. I'm not going to nitpick. And uh, the ending of the show. Um, we got the lights out treatment, and we get. Santam Singh, Santam Singh, I don't know his name, but he was a, the first ever Indian-born drafted NBA player. He's a monster, dude. Mm. And I'm not taking that away from 
but he comes out on Joe. We get the lights out treatment, and I'm pretty sure from what I was reading, everyone thought when the lights went out, it was going to be Cesaro when the lights went back on. Because, like, when you do lights out treatment, right, when you turn the lights on, you got to put someone in the ring that people know. Exactly. Or else you get you don't get a reaction. And guess what? We got fucking crickets on Wednesday night because <laughs> no one knew who this guy was. Maybe apparently Tony or Tony Schiavone did good for you, Tony, but uh, we didn't as a viewer. Um, maybe Jer- I know NJ three is a big basketball fan. Did you know he got drafted by the Mavericks? I had no fucking idea. Nope. No and was idea. it what round was it? I, the second round of the two round draft? It, like, would, I, it would have to be <clears throat> the second round pick because only two rounds of basketball drafted. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's a, a move that Tony did. And the first, maybe not the first time, but I want to say the first time that I saw social media as a whole, not happy with Tony. There's more to this though. Today or yesterday, today I believe was on busted open radio. Tony diverted the blame. It wasn't his fault. Apparently (laughs) he wasn't the one that wanted to do the lights out. It was someone and he didn't say a name. He said it was someone that had 30 years in the business backstage that wanted to do lights out who do the meth who's involved in creative i have no idea but i'm thinking i didn't even think of regal i'm singing jr that's what i'm thinking yeah so when you said that yeah so now now he's throwing blame dude and like that's this is not like tony and i know he's all dude listen gotta give him the respect puts on a great show every week top notch show rampage is dope tonight but this man can, and if Noodles was here, we'd have a fucking field day. And I think oh, rightfully oh so, though. God. But I think yeah, this one uh, might be deserved. He, Tony caters to the fans like 100%. You need to have some sort of fucking balls, dude. Like, just take the shit. It's your company, your final say, right? Now you're diverting it off to someone else. And I didn't hear the clip. I read it. So I got to go back and hear exactly word for it. But that's what I read. And when you're, you get a little negative feedback from a lot of the fans. You just take it, dude. Imagine Vince saying something like that. I'm just saying, I know we do that a lot. Imagine if WWE did this. Imagine if Vince did that, but seriously, in this situation, Jers, if Vince came out and said, I didn't make that decision. And it was like, a, like when Bray, if, if Seth versus Bray, oh, Vince yeah. came out and said, I wasn't up to me. That was Bruce. Like what would, you know what I mean? Like he would never yeah. do that. Never. One thing I'll, I'll get, and you know, it's funny you say that. One thing I'll give to Vince is that he owns everything, good, bad, or indifferent. The buck starts with him and the buck stops with him. Yep. I'll respect that. Mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's, what Tony's done to the, I think, a semi little bit of fault is he, he just keeps giving us gifts, continues to give us gifts. There's going to come to a point where the well is going to be dried up and you've, you've done everything you could do. Right. There's not going to be more you can do. There's not going to be any more shock factors. You brought CM Punk out of retirement for seven years. You brought over Daniel Bryan. You brought over Regal. You brought over Moxley, Jericho, Tony Storm, Keith Lee, Swerve Scott, or Swerve Strickland. You've continued to continue to continue to deliver where there's going to come to a point where you can't deliver. This is one of those times. And it's okay because you have these these faithful, the AW faithful, very forgiving. It's one night they didn't they weren't happy with what they saw. Just go go move on to next week. We're getting this sick like we had Rampage tonight, um, Battle of the Belts tomorrow, and next week's Dynamite is loaded. I don't have the card in front of me, but I just saw the card on Rampage. It's loaded. We've got a coffin match with Darby and Andrade. It's gonna be sick. He gives us plenty of stuff to be happy for, but. Take the shit. Take the heat when you get it. Exactly. And talking about presents, dude, guess what we're getting next week? Another huge announcement from Tony Khan. Now, we've been, we've, we've, we've heard these before, Tom. Um, one was, what was the last one that was really bad? Wasn't it the whole Jay White thing? He promised like something yes. big. Like that? Yeah. Yes. Right. It was Jay White. And then where's Jay? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We saw that we saw his the back of his jacket in the back, and then we saw one match, and that was it. Um, there's rumors to be. I'm a rumor guy. You guys know this. Uh, he's announcing a streaming service slash maybe a TV thing with Ring of Honor, which is great news. It's amazing. 
what to you, Tom, is a huge announcement. What do you want to hear? Tony hypes it up. It's we have this is more than a week in advance. Mm-hmm. Is it is a streaming service a huge announcement? Because it is to me, but this is like the 13th huge announcement. I know, yeah. I mean, he's kind of backing himself into a corner. I mean, definitely like a stream like an AEW network would be pretty cool, you know, something like that. I mean, they've been around three years now, so there's plenty of content, but I mean, what other wrestlers can he like, you know what I mean? Like like geez i mean there's really no one out i mean unless it's someone like we totally not expecting but like i said he's backed himself in the corner so many times with oh big announcement big announcement then when it falls flat which i'm not saying this well but hey you never know you know especially what happened uh this week with the whole you know with that guy i mean and he had you know his his pom-pom waving fanboy mess to say oh you know keep your dvr you know taping over something big's gonna happen and yeah that was a big thing that happened so i mean we'll see what it is but i mean i said i would hope he doesn't shoot himself in the foot again with this yeah i think when melter said that i was like all right what do we got like 10 15 minutes i think it was like a two minute overrun too so yeah shout out to uncle dave um what, do, what would you guys think about like trios titles? Like a trio, like they have a lot of talent, right? They do a lot of three on three matches. Trios titles within like that realm of wrestling, like the, the indies, the hardcore fans like that. There, it's a cut, they're accustomed to that, whether it's Ring of Honor or other companies. I wouldn't be surprised if they did do something like that. MJ3, would you, is that something you'd be a fan of or you're not really feeling? If they can travel the titles between Ring of Honor and AEW, then yes then I'd be okay with it. If it's just going to be solely one title, like a trio's title in either one or the other company, I wouldn't be okay with it. Cause I think mm-hmm. it's, it's going to get watered down really quick. Yeah. Um. Just because like you just alluded to, right. They signed so many people. Where has Jay white been? Yeah. Right. Huh? He was the name. He was the guy we saw him for two, two weeks and he's done. He de- de- debuted on dynamite wrestled on a rampage against, I think Trump Beretta, if I'm not mistaken. And we haven't seen him since. Right. So I think a trio's title, as exciting as it would be in the moment, will get watered down quick if you don't allow it to travel between both shows. Right. But what is Ring of Honor at this point? Is it NXT? Is it their NXT? Like, are they going to have it a third brand? Because, you know, like look at Natalia today, this week, she went down to NXT. She's going to do a, a program with Cora Jade. And they said she's going to be down there for a little while. Hmm. So I guess when you got to figure out is what is going to be Ring of Honor's place in the greater, the grand scheme of what AEW real professional wrestling is going to be. And once you kind of figure that out, then I guess you can kind of figure out maybe an inter inter brand championships, plural. Yeah. I think maybe we'll get some, some more information regarding ring of honor with this announcement. Um, but yeah, like I said, if it's NXT, you got Joe as one of your champions, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez is one of your champions. I think officially they did sign uh, Jonathan Gresham, who's I believe their heavy or their top champion there. Uh, he did get a contract recently. So, dude, I don't know what their plan is with Ring of Honor, but maybe we'll get some more information uh, with this huge announcement. Um, at the end of the show here, we just saw it before we got on air. Uh, Adam Page versus Adam Cole. Let's go, Adam. Um, <laughs> in the Texas death match for the AEW Championship on a live rampage. Tom, we don't see those often, right? Yeah, so, no. yeah. uh, it was something special. I guess, I mean, good for Tony being ahead of the game and not getting potential spoilers leaked out by, by taping uh, rampage. I'm assuming they're doing rampage and then recording battle of the belts as well for tomorrow. Uh, if I had a guess, um, what'd you think of the match? The ending was sick. Uh, mm-hmm. Texas death match is a common thing in AEW. Like I've, I think I've seen one or two before AEW came around. And I've seen like 16 since they've been here, but uh, I thought it was a good match. Oh, absolutely. I mean, anytime you get those two in a, you know, that kind of match, a regular match, it's always going to be awesome. And, man, those two, it's such a the, – the, the moves they were pulling off with each other, I mean, we see it all the time, but they're just so brutal. I mean, barbed wire, chair shots, this, that. It just And, I mean, the move where Paige threw him in one spot, they had the chairs in the middle of the ring, and he threw Cole off the top rope. I mean, yes. you know, so good. And then the way it ended with the dead eye, with the barbed wire on his head through the table. I mean, just so good. I mean, like I can watch those guys wrestle anytime, anywhere. It's just so good. And like I said, kudos for him for uh, doing it live. So avoid spoilers. But yeah, definitely, definitely a good match for a live uh, Rampage. Very cool. Yeah, for sure. There was other stuff on there. I came in late to it, so I wasn't able to see. But I thought it was kind of funny. I'm not saying funny. Um, it being the weekend of Easter and Good Friday and all that stuff. <laughs> 
page wrapped barbed wire around Cole's head. <laughs> the same thing. I was like, I don't know if he meant to do that or not. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's a like a good religious boy. Too. So I was like, this is a. Uh, I'm sure he didn't do that purposely. Yeah, yeah. It was just the timings on. I'm sure that I'm gonna. I didn't wasn't able to check Twitter yet to see if people started blowing up about it. But I will be happy to do so after we were done recording here. I just thought it was very odd. I'm like, he's wrapping barbed wire around his head on Good Friday. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God bless Adam Pedro. Still at AEW champion. You got to think CM Punk's next, right? Like Punk's just fighting. Right? I think Punk's got Dustin Rhodes next week. He's going down like a list here, just a holdover list until he gets that big, uh, big shot. I let's get a heel CM Punk in this though. Oh, I'll be so good. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need a babyface Punk anymore. I'm done with that. Um, but I'm excited to see what they, where they go with Page. Huge Adam Page fan. Happy for me. Still champ. You got to think Cole's done from with him for now. You'd think. You would think, yeah. yeah. When, when's Kenny coming back? Maybe after the punk thing. So we'll see what happens. Um, all right. Episode 102. Before we uh, wrap it up here, we have MVP, MVPs of the week. Um, NJ3. We got. Oh, man. This is tough. Um, MVP this week. I'd have to say, I have to say Cody Rhodes. I know that I think Tom mentioned it last week, but I just really loved how he was presented. He felt so big and important on that raw. The Miss TV segment felt good. I love how Miss is great on the mic and the match itself even was even better elevated it. I mean, shit, Cody, you keep doing your thing, man. You're giving us some good stuff. You're my MVP. Love it. I think Noodles actually took him last week, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought Tommy did. I was you might oh, have no, you're right. Nick did. No, yeah. you're right, because Nick wanted to stick it to the AEW fan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's different. right. Right. He's such a honestly, he's just a bad fucking he's guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> like he just really is. Like I I I still ask myself why. Yeah, <laughs> Charity. Charity for sure. Morgan, Morgan pays us to have him on the show. Uh yeah. Tommy, who's your MVP of the week? I want to go with a guy who's not wrestling right now, but one of the best storylines in AEW. That's going to be Wardlow, man, screwing over MJF in a match Very for the good. last few weeks. Where he finally talked, he's like, let me out of my contract or we're making life a living hell. So what they're doing right now with that whole thing is freaking beautiful. I got to give Tony props with that. The slow burn, but it's been so good. And it's just, I can't wait to see that finally, you know, what that entails when it finally happens. But yeah, I'll give it to Wardlow. And Tom, what do we always say to Wardlow? Shout out to Wardlow. Absolutely, motherfucker. Um, my MVP this week, MVPs this week, even in losing fashion, they come out on top of my heart. The Creed brothers, okay. huge, huge. I'm on their high. I'm on the high horse with them right now. I think they're studs and they're young and they're legitimate. They look legitimate when they're when they're in a match and for whatever. However long they've been trading for, I know they're wrestlers prior to the NXT. They look freaking crisp, and I'm excited to see what the future holds for them. And I, I'm assuming it's NXT Tag Team Title Gold, and then them beyond there. So, uh, shout out to the Creed Brothers. Shout out to us. F you, Nicky Noodles. Uh, it's yeah. been episode 102 of the Wrestling Journal podcast. And guys, guess what? You did it wrong last week too. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, I, it I felt it was wrong. I felt it yeah, was wrong. It's all, it's all right. Take uh, care. No, stay safe. No, take no. care. Take care. Stay safe. Yeah, you got it. Got it. But uh, as always, everyone, take care. Stay safe. Watch pro wrestling.